Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to the show. We just touched on it right before the break here, and what a great environment it was to be out uh, at the football game last Saturday between Washington and Oregon. And our good buddy Chuck Morell joins us, who was there in a different capacity than you were, Curtis. Yes, he was working. Yeah. Uh, Chuck, how how much? And I, I know I know it's kind of a silly question to ask a football coach, but how much fun is it for you guys? I know you're working, uh, but how much fun is it to be in that kind of game and that kind of atmosphere? Well, I mean, the word fun is relative when it right. comes to coaching. Right? I know. So, uh, you know, I think the one thing that really caught me was the end of the game. I think, you know, as, as uh, you know, when you're calling plays, you're in, in the moment. Uh, you really got to cut the noise, the crowd, um, you know, stay really locked in on what you're doing. I think the moment that really caught me, though, was the end of the game after the, you know, the, the field goal, you know, pushed, pushed wide and then the people came storming out of the stands. I mean, it was just the unadulterated joy of the fans was, Man, if you could bottle that up, I mean, there was 80,000 people that were having the best day of their lives. So, I mean, it was pretty cool. It was a, it was a neat experience to be a part of. Was it the best day of your life, too? I mean, you, you're, you're right. It's fun to see the fans, but, I mean, it had to be a joyous moment for you guys on the coaching staff and on the team. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just so happy. More than anything, just, you know, for me personally, I was just really happy for our kids. I mean, I just I, I think it's hard for people to recognize how much time, effort, energy, uh, passion, work that they put in to getting themselves ready to go, you know, for a moment like that. And, and I just see the thousands upon thousands of hours of work that they're invested in. And, and for those guys to get paid off on a, a national stage, I mean, for me, you know, I think by, that's by far the best piece of it. Chuck, uh, it just uh, going into this game. And you by had- the way, thank you for calling him Chuck. Last week when we had DeBoer on, you said Coach DeBoer. Yeah, there's a difference. I mean, it, this is Coach Morrell, but it, yeah. Um, hey, you know, you you had to know they were going to go for it a lot on fourth down, but they're at midfield. Were you expecting them to go for that after you stuffed them on third down in the fourth quarter there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, they're so analytic. You get into a long discussion about analytics, but. You know, there, there, there were very, uh, you know, Coach Lanning's been a very analytic, you know, driven, driven, um, risk taker. And so, you know, we saw a very similar thing when we played against them last year where they were, you know, behind midfield and they went for it. And so we had, we knew they weren't going to send the punt unit out much. They were going to go for it on fourth down repeatedly. And, and honestly, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't a surprise at all. That's just the style that they have you know, really signed up for. And so, um, you know, our entire game plan was knowing that we had to get the ball in the fourth down and we get fourth, fourth down opportunities. We had to get some key stops. From last year to this year, I, you know, I, I obviously all your defenses, guys fly around, really get into the football, playing as a collective group. But what do you think the biggest improvement from last year's group to this year's group is? Well, I think one of the biggest things is we're a lot healthier on defense than we were a year ago. You know, we went through some crazy things um, just health-wise a year ago. In the first eight weeks of the season last year, we started eight different starting secondary lineups. I mean, it's things like that where, um, you know, we went through some, some ups and downs with guys being injured. And then I think the other thing is, is just how connected our guys are systematically right now. They really understand what their jobs are. They understand what everybody's job is. 
and and they're really committed to playing at a high level. And I think that's probably the biggest difference is those guys being super wired into the scheme every single week. Chuck Morell's our guest. He is defensive coordinator of the Washington Huskies, who are now ranked number five in the country after that huge win last Saturday over arch-rival Oregon, 36-33, when the Ducks missed a field goal in the last play of the game to uh, preserve the win. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously a Patriots fan. You guys both know that, being from Boston. The defense is all – it sounds like the defense is getting pretty disenchanted with the offense because the offense reeks and they can't do anything with the ball. How much more enjoyable is it for your defense to know that they don't have to be on the field all the time? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's the one thing with with Coach DeBoer's mantra, and it always has been of just playing great, you know, team football. And I think, you know, we do um, everything we can do to set the offense up. We know we're going to get uh, run protection from the offense. They're going to put some points on the board and. You know, just being really synced up all three phases. And I think that just shows you, I mean, if you're going to have a championship caliber team, it can't be just about one segment uh, uh, of your team. It's got to be, you know, all three phases synced up together. And, and uh, you know, our guys can go out and play, you know, really aggressive. We've been doing a good job of taking the ball away, and they know that they can get our offense set up on some short fields. They're going to score pile-up points in a hurry, which they've shown to do several times this season. It, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like your offense is that shot blocking center. I know that sounds like a weird analogy, but knowing that you've got them and they could score points quickly if you need them to, does that allow you as a defense and defensive coordinator to take more chances? Yeah, I mean we can be aggressive. I mean I think that's the mindset anyway. Regardless, is just you have to be. I think the caliber of you know specifically out here in the in the pac 12 this year this is the i mean if you want to compare conferences around the country i'd argue that the pac 12 is you know the you know the elite conference uh in the country this year and it's packed with you know a lot of heisman hopeful candidates you know mike Penix being one but um you know the quarterback we saw the other day bo nix is a a heisman candidate caleb williams obviously won the heisman and so you know, you're facing a bunch of really, really great um, offensive minds every week and some really skilled kids. And so, you know, I think your your mindset is you're going to have to be aggressive. If you just sit back and give them the same look all the time, you're going to be in for a long day. Chuck, first, uh, kickoff team, it's something no one really thinks about, but you, your guys' kickoff team is electric. It's a highlight film every time they run down the field. And what, I mean, what an exciting way for your guys to run out on the field after big hit after big hit. But one thing I did see was the sack numbers are down. And do you think that's because teams are trying to keep their offense out there, sustain drives, not drop back and throw five step passes against you guys as much to yeah. keep the offense off the field? Yeah. Well, I think the one thing that's happened is. You know, first of all, through the, you know, obviously we didn't get a takeaway against Oregon, but throughout the, you know, course of the early part of the season, we've already matched our takeaway number from a year ago. Uh, you know, through the first five games, we'd already taken the ball away. So that's, that's one aspect is that our guys have been ball hawking. I think the second thing is, is, you know, we do have a couple of elite pass rush guys and, and offensive coordinators are smart enough to not sit back there and let their quarterbacks take shots. And so, what we've seen is a lot of three-step level one pass game and the ball's coming out fast. People are throwing a lot of screens and there's really just not a lot of five-step drop game. And then I think, you know, people are using, you know, perimeter play, perimeter screens, just try to, 
extend that as a part of their run game just to stay on the field like you said you know Curtis is is just allowing to trying to stay out there longer because they know once our offense gets on the field it's just a matter of time before they're back in the end zone and technically you didn't have any turnovers but I think you had three because you had uh four different three different times where you stopped them on fourth down when they went for it twice when it really should have been a field goal attempt I was shocked that they didn't take some of those points early in the game uh, apparently he must have thought it was going to be such a, a shootout that your points are at a premium, but uh, those are big plays at the end of the game. Yeah, well, I, again, it wasn't a surprise to us. I mean, that's just that's the next generation of, of you know college football. I mean, you're being very aggressive all the time, and and uh, and and I think the biggest part about it is you know people are you know using the analytics driven data that tells them hey when you're in this situation whether you kick the field goal or go for it people are playing that at the extreme ends right now and they're like just really proud of our guys because they had some critical stops and and like you said Mark I mean a fourth down stop is a takeaway and that's the way we look at it from our standpoint is you know no points go up and our offense gets the ball back that's a without changing field positions awesome so really proud of our guys you got to have some you know extreme mental toughness to you know bow your neck up and get to stop at the times that you need it the most. Coach, I think it was this game last year where you guys were completely decimated at defensive back position that you're talking about uh, at Arizona State. Um, it, coming into this game here, I, I assume you're healthier, but what do you expect? I mean, it's got to be in the back of the minds of the guys owe some revenge for the game last year. Yeah, I think they, they, they've definitely had this one circled for a while. And I think the other thing is, you know, you know, Coach Kenny Dillingham, who was the offensive coordinator, coordinator at Oregon a year ago, is the head coach in, in calling the offensive plays now at Arizona State. And they just do a fantastic job. I mean, schematically, I, t- I told the guys all week, I think schematically they do as good a job, if not better than anybody we played this year, including Oregon last week. I mean, that's the, challenges that they lay down on the field X's and O's wise. Um, and, and I'll tell you at this, you know, the, where our league's at right now this year, uh, you throw records out, everybody's talented, everybody's going to be competitive. And if you're not on your game, it's going to bite you. And so I think the guys are very focused. And when you have a championship level, you know, team and the, and the right mentality, it doesn't matter who you play. You're getting lined up to give your best performance every single week. Chuck Morell is our guest. Uh, I, I know you guys have shown great improvement, and that's huge for being a, a well-balanced team and somebody that a team that we hope is in the in the running here at the end for the playoffs. As you look at your offense, do you are you, do you admire what your offense is able to do with Ryan Grubb making the calls, averaging over eight yards per play? That is mind-boggling. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think, and it's it's uh, so well deserved the. The hype around, you know, Mike panics. And obviously I'm a long time believer in Coach Grubb and, Co- and Coach DeBoer and how they operate. But, you know, just watching Mike this year, I think just, you know, when I look at it personally from the sidelines that he is doing some unbelievable things with the football where and from a defensive perspective, you just watch and there's, there's no answer. And, and that's hard to swallow sometimes as a defensive guy. Uh, when a guy's uh, playing at such an elite level and some of the weapons we have at wide receiver, um, it doesn't matter what the defense is called, you know, what kind of defenses you call, they're, they're still going to move the ball and they're still going to get the ball in the end zone. And so just really a joy to watch that, that level of talent. And, and the other thing is those great kids. I mean, Mike Penix is a, is a first rate person. Um, not about all the stuff, all the noise, everything else. He's about winning. He's about his team. He's about being successful. And, 
and uh, and obviously you know you know Ryan does a coach Grubb does a phenomenal job uh, you know distributing the ball and, and setting us up to be in a, in a winning position every single week he does it fantastic with it and Penix jumped into that number one spot for the Heisman Trophy after last Saturday because Caleb Williams did not have a good game uh, Michael had a great game I up until last Saturday I figured. Mike's going to get second in the Heisman Trophy balloting, and which is great, but gosh, I would have loved to see him win it. And now he's in a position where he could win it. Yeah, I mean, it's so fickle. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, you're, you, you've got to have elite performances every week and it's, and it's, it's a challenge. Um, you know, you're getting schemed and game planned at a high level. And, you know, I think just Mike's demeanor and his consistency level and his mental approach on a weekly basis. He's the same guy every day. He's ready to go. He's ready to compete. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not shocked at all when every single week he goes out and does the thing that things that he does is just because you, you got to understand the level of time investment that he puts into it. And obviously, uh, we're excited to, to see where it goes. Still got a lot of season left here yet. Do you find, uh, after a big win like that, um, worrying about a letdown and then, you, you know, cause you have Arizona State, Stanford, and then you have just a gauntlet to finish the, the schedule, um, not letting the guys think, hey, the playoffs are, are out there, they're attainable, but we gotta focus each week. We can't have one single slip up because you're right. I mean, the Pac-12 is unbelievable this year, but one slip up could be catastrophic though, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and I think the one thing is we've got a very veteran football team right now. We have a lot of guys that are fifth year guys. We've got some six year guys. And so we're getting some really top notch leadership from within. Um, and when you have that coach, you know, coach player, uh, coach on the field mentality from a lot of our uh, veteran guys, I just, I thought, you know, just going through this week of practice, we had a great week of practice. We just finished up our prep, you know, kind of getting ready with our first three practices and guys are locked and loaded and doing their thing. And they, they, I mean, they care so much. And so it's one of those things, I think with a younger squad, sometimes you're worried about that, but you know, right now we've shown absolutely zero signs of backing off or letting down. How cool was it for the players to have a game day there? That was pretty cool, man. I mean, the, the buzz in Seattle was incredible. I know my, my wife and girls got to go over onto the set uh, of game day and got to meet some of the people over there. And it's just incredible. I mean, just uh, the, the, the excitement and the energy that it generated around our, our area and our community here was through the roof. And, uh, the guys had a, had a rip with it. But the thing I was, you know, I, I was looking at it going into the game. It was like, are we going to be too worried about all the distractions that are around the game? And our guys did a great job of managing that. There's so much noise around them all the time. They did a great job of just getting locked in, and they played their butts off all day long and played well. Now, uh, Jen Morrell got her picture with Colin Cowherd. Is that true? Is that going to be right next to the wedding picture of Coach Morrell? It might be. Yeah. Uh, it might be. She was on cloud nine. The girls got to meet Joel McHale. I they were over there the whole time. I mean, it was kind of a surreal experience. My youngest daughter told me the other day that that was the best day of her life. So <laughs> they, they must have had. They must have had more fun. They must have had a lot of fun. Ah, uh, that's what you love to hear. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Well, hey, congrats on how everything is going. Keep up the the great work. Uh, as as Curtis said, maybe there's a potential for a letdown. I don't think so because it's Arizona State, and that's the game that cost you guys last year. Yeah, no doubt. And, and again, like I said, our guys, we just have too many veteran guys that are, 
playing at an elite level and they care about their performance and they care about, you know, how we operate and they're so bought in. I just, it's just amazing to see how bought, bought in they are into Coach DeBoer's beliefs and, and how he's running the team right now. That it's just something that I just, I can't foresee it happening just because that's how invested they are in what we're doing and what our goals are right now. Chuck, thanks for your time. Appreciate you being on today. Uh, tell the crew out there hello. And I'm not just talking about Ryan and Kalen, but everybody out there that was so hospitable to me and Adam Huntimer when we were there last year. And who knows, maybe we'll get back out there again this year. All right, appreciate it, Mark. Good seeing you, Kurt. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chuck. Chuck Morell, our guest, the defensive coordinator of the number five team in the country. Chuck, Ryan, and Kalen DeBoer, the former Cougars, they're having a blast. For those who don't like to be still, for those with things to do and the drive to get them done, for those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank, a bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust, Dakota Bank, here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-10. Or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. I'm Jeff Gould. And when it comes to mattresses, there's no better choice than Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. That's right. Comfort King has been voted number one local best mattress for 14 years in a row. And they want to help you find comfy sleep. Sleep well, live well with Comfort King. Visit comfortking.net now and experience the comfort and quality you deserve. Comfort King, the original mattress factory of the Dakotas. Sweet dreams and better health await you. We're hiring at Rosenbauer, and we'd like you to be part of the team. We'll be meeting with potential employees on Saturday, October 28th from 1030 until 3 o'clock at the South Dakota Military Alliance building on Russell Street in Sioux Falls. Apply for a job and get a pass at the gun range. Come see why we're the top manufacturer in the world. Take a shot with Rosenbauer at the Alliance on October 28th. We're building epic fire trucks and careers at Rosenbauer. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from heat and glow and heat later are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at fireplaceprofessionals.com and get a virtual tour. 
We have almost 100 heat and glow and heatilator models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. Glad to hear Chuck Morrell talk about how much fun it was after the game. Because I, I know that. I, was, I, I wasn't meaning to ask a stupid question because it's not fun during the game. But I, I just wanted to know how much he appreciated the atmosphere of that crowd and that setting and the magnitude of the game, Curtis. Because it, it, it was probably the biggest game in decades for Washington. And I was there, and he's right. Uh, the, the buzz was so high. And the two schools hate each other so badly. But, you know, one thing you and I talked about that people don't really realize is uh, a lot of times games like that, it's almost as a coach you show a sense of relief afterwards rather than actually taking it in and enjoying it. And I've asked Kalen the same thing. Have you ever, when you're down on the field and 80,000 people screaming for you, have you ever really been able to look up and take it in? And he said this last game, he he did. He made a point of it to to look up and just see, man, this is a once-in-a-lifetime type thing. I think he's going to have a few more of them ahead of him, but uh, he, he knew how special it was. Yeah, because the Washington State game, I mean, don't they hate each other even more or not? No, well, it's it's the Apple Cup, and, and you would think it is, but it's a rivalry that's controlled heavily by Washington. And so it's so back and forth with Oregon and Washington, and, and usually for high stakes, too. Um, the two can't stand each other and they recruit so heavily against each other. There was over a hundred recruits at the game and, and you know, they're being recruited by, by Oregon both. also. Yeah. Well, they're not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Hope not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. What a, what an incredible finish it was that game. All right. So they've still got a, t- we were talking about this. Yeah. They've still got a really tough schedule ahead. Yeah, really tough. They, I, I mean, yeah, they play Arizona State this week. They play Stanford. Then they have at USC, they have to play, uh, Utah at home. They go to Oregon State, which is really difficult. And then they end the season with the Apple Cup, Washington State at their place. Yeah. That's four grueling games in yeah, a row. Yeah, will be. Yeah. The season. Yeah. And you, you know, the Pac-12 this year is different. It's not divisions. It's the top two teams end up playing for the Pac-12 championship. And Stanford uh, was down twenty-nine to nothing uh, yeah. last whatever it was Friday night, Colorado yeah. Friday night, and scored the final. Well, they won it forty-six to forty-three or something like that in overtime. It's crazy. I've, I, that was a as Justin Wolf, who was there with me watching the game at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings after our football yeah. Friday coverage. He goes, wasn't quite twenty-eight to three. He's, he's an Atlanta fan, yeah. and he knows oh, sure. you're twenty-eight to three, the yeah. Patriots and the Falcons. I said, no, it wasn't. It was worse. It was worse. Yeah. Well, and I found it ironic that a receiver for Stanford has 280-some yards receiving. In the second half. In the second half against uh, Deion Sanders, who's one of the greatest DBs ever. He he just looked like he sat there in shock and disbelief, but also thought, this is the best thing that could happen to us, even though you don't really feel that way. But uh, I think, you, you know, they've had so much exposure that sometimes they ride a little too high, and and they need something like that. To well, I think they were cocking off at halftime. Yeah, yep. and that that you just don't do that. 
Granite. It was 29 to nothing, and there was yeah. no way they could yeah. blow that game. But they did. Uh, is there any way anybody can beat Lincoln? I, I don't, especially if they make it to the dome, I don't see how, I think weather has to come into play. I think the only one that could beat Lincoln is Lincoln. You know, that cliche type thing. I mean, Tate Schaefer's got to play a, a really bad game, which he has shown no signs of. No. I think Schaefer and Jack Smith are the best combo that I've seen in high school football since I've been here. You've been here a lot longer. You, you would, you would know of others maybe. I think the intriguing game is who's going to win out of Stevens and Central for the number eight spot and then <laughs> to come play Lincoln. I mean, you win and that's what you got to travel to Sioux Falls and play them and the other one stays home. I think I'd be, uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys can win. So let's, let's look at our young guys. Save us a trip let's across work the, the program. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they are really fun to watch. And again, you've got O'Gorman and Harrisburg tonight. Uh, that's an important game because the winner of that is going to get the number two seed, which would mean when they play again, if they get it that far in the semifinals, it would be on their home field. Well, and it seems like these two have been back and forth the last couple of years. That's how they've matched up. And uh, so, yeah, it's an important game, but it's one where they're going to see each other again. The winner gets uh, gets to go to Arby's. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be playing for a lot. Then. What would you tell them to get? Uh, regular roast beef. I've told you that. I'm not fancy. That's the best. With curly fries. Yep. Got to get the Wagyu burger. That's, <laughs> I haven't had it yet. Neil's raving about the Wagyu burger. He says it's really good. Thanks for your time. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, too. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. At Billion Hyundai, you can shop at all new services.